What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode four of the Gamers Podcast. I am Pedro, and with me tonight is... Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Oh, your applauses. I love them. Thank you. I am with my other host, James. Unfortunately, Manny was not able to join us today due to a family emergency, and we hope everything is okay, Manny. So we miss you, just so you know. So, James, how are you today, man? I'm good. I'm good. Happy to be here. Thank you, everyone, for for showing up and, and listening uh hanging out with us on your drive to to work or at work or, or while you're cleaning or whatever thank you for having us on uh manny if you're listening we miss you and uh can't wait to have you back soon but yeah yes. i'm doing good doing good i uh i got a crown this week this is the first time to have that kind of dental work and uh Uh-oh. i'm glad to i'm glad it was feeling it's feeling a lot better i'm glad you know it's it felt like when they popped it in it, it felt like putting on a shirt is just real comfortable i can finally eat good and stuff so i'm happy with that nice yeah yeah, yeah. what about you how you doing i'm doing well man i am doing well um just cruising on by i haven't been doing much gaming uh lately uh i've just been oh man just yeah i've just been kind of busy doing other things yeah, um that. i've been kind of getting back into just watching movies after work like you know i get home and after i go to the gym and i just chill and watch movies and i haven't done that in a really long time and so it feels good it feels good man, man so miss, let me ask I, you this i miss that bachelor life you get you go to the gym you get a little flex <laughs> in you know man probably looking looking real fly there the kids still well, I'm that. working on know. it. I'm working on it. <laughs> no, hey, I still say that, man. I still say that to my students. Like, hey, man, you're looking fly. And to, to this day, they still know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was going to ask you, what games have you been playing lately? Oh, man. Uh, I have been having a blast playing some games. Uh, so I'm t- I took a little bit of break from Destiny 2 and even okay. a little bit of break from Halo Infinite. Because I use this, oh. I use this app called Athenoscope, and it records clips from my stream or from my gameplay and makes a little montage. So for like yeah. three weeks, I want to say, or maybe two and a half, I've been trying to get all of the requirements for it to have enough material to make a montage. It's also in yeah. beta. So uh, <laughs> last Oof. week, I played Escape from Tarkov. I got a lot of kills, good extractions. Man, I am having fun in that game and i finally made it uh to where they could make a montage unfortunately the montage is in beta and it looks it's not great (laughs) oh if you're not familiar with athenoscope it uses ai to actually make uh actually clip your uh your stream um Mm -hmm. and makes a montage out of it and sometimes especially escape from tarkov it doesn't get the clips on point it's a little bit off. It's not like a human clipped it. So, but I did make it in for Destiny. I played Destiny um, after I made the requirements Saturday. Uh, on Sunday, I played Destiny 2. And in two hours, I made their PvP requirements to get a montage. So it made a nice Holy little video. Holy smokes. Post that later on. Yeah. I was just, I was just vibing. Like you were in there. I was just hanging out, explaining things, yeah, talking you through some of your stuff. And I look back because I'm watching, you know, the, the montage. I'm like, I'm literally just talking and getting slays on screen. Like it does, it looks like there's a recording on screen. I'm not playing because I'm just that like, just 
just the you can tell my attention doesn't seem focused on the game yet i'm getting slaves i'm like all right that's kind of cool i guess <laughs> yeah no i remember i i yeah i did see some of those kills man you were slaying it i swear and i was playing I do the remember game. <laughs> it was not a recording and no and i do remember <laughs> one of the one of the matches i guess some guy like um he teabagged you and you were yeah, like oh, right. oh look at you that was gambit yeah 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 oh yeah it was oh, gambit. that was, that was a good was. one that was i mean i had some good gambit matches just going in there and slaying the whole team and i didn't Wiping use any i didn't use any like kind of normal stuff i went in with a sidearm and i think a shotgun the first two invasions yeah it was a shotgun mm-hmm. yeah i was like how is this working i don't know yeah no i saw that and i was like god damn man because <laughs> this was i mean it was different from the usual because you know yeah. you have your good and your bad but you were consistently and even in crucible matches you were getting you know, you were in the double digits when it came to kills and your KD was in, you know, was pretty high up there. I was using that sidearm. Um, I can't remember the name of it. I was using the sidearm uh, that has stasis it's an on exotic, it. right? Yeah, yeah. The exotic sidearm. I'll pull it up right now. Uh-huh. Um, and I was trying to get the catalyst for it, which I did get the uh, I, I was able to start the catalyst because I, I made that first requirement. Now I just need yeah. the kills to to complete it and actually have it. It's the cryo. It's probably going to take you about a year. Seventy-seven k cryothesia. Cryothesia. Yeah, it's a yeah, decent I I sidearm. Is you know, it's not the best. There's definitely others out there, but I was just I was vibing with it. I was like, wow, that's so nice. Yeah, you really were. I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> and I was going to say for a skip from Tarkov, you've it's been. I don't know. I like I like it because mm-hmm. I kind of experienced through you some of these frustrations. You know, <laughs> it's kind of like when you're watching like this movie and you're like, "Oh my god, he's gonna make it! He's gonna get to the extraction point! Oh he's almost god. there! He's almost there!" And then all of a sudden, yeah, dead. And it's like, come on, yeah. So are you run me... into some of those scavs and then you're yeah. like, "Hello," and they're like, "Oh hi." And then oh, it's the yeah. moment you turn around, bah, 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 bah. it's like, <laughs> really? There there have been, like, at the very start, it was extremely frustrating, and I didn't think I was going to stick with it. Um, and this is, like, the, the start of three weeks. I've had the game for, I don't know, a couple, like, maybe a year now, a year and a half. But I mm-hmm. this is the first time I've played consistently. At the start, I didn't think I was going to stick with it. And then I, I, I started understanding the maps. I started gaining more loot. I started having more patience, getting more kills, which was really fun. And then there's been beautiful moments because of the new um, um, VoIP that they have, the the voice chat you can do, the near uh, oh, yeah. aerial chat or whatever. That has been had some beautiful moments of just people like, I'll say hello, and then the whole map just ignites and everyone's saying hello and telling each other what they need and oh i won't shoot you and stuff and just awesome fun stuff like that and then there's been moments where like the guy says he's very sus and and then he comes and he throws a grenade at you and you have to run and then you die (laughs) so it's been highs and lows and uh i i'm gonna miss it i might visit once a week or something when uh witch queen drops i do remember that one game um you ran into this guy and you're like, hello. And the guy's like, you sound very sus. And I'm yeah. like, what in the hell? Like, <laughs> I was, it was the yeah. friendliest hello, like the chillest hello. <laughs> and then the guy's like, you sound pretty suspicious. It's like, really? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> well, it's scary. You lose all your stuff if you're a PMC. You know what I mean? It's it's mm-hmm. scary. 
And I love, I love that tension. That's why I played DayZ. I wanted that kind of tension. And I had it like one yeah. moment. Um, but for me, DayZ was mostly a uh, a walking simulator. Yeah. Um, I was on that Daisy train mm-hmm. for almost a week. And, you know, maybe when we talk about it next time, or we'll talk about it some more when Manny's here. Because yeah. I kind of, I got her hooked to, uh, on it <laughs> on the Xbox and you know like it really makes for some pretty hilarious moments and at the same time really frustrating moments because you're exploring and exploring and you're just walking and walking and houses already been looted you can't find any food and then you find food you eat it turns out it's rotten so you start throwing up and because you're throwing up you start getting dehydrated you can't find water and if it just it's a just downward spiral the moment something like that happens but i kept coming back to it there's just something about it you know but that that's was my experience part. with daisy that's the best part of gaming is when you start when you when you have something that just keeps calling you mm-hmm. and i think for manny she was able to figure out how to grow potatoes Ooh, potato chips yeah and i'm not <laughs> kidding you um for one of the matches or one of the nights that we played we were just going back and forth back and forth and um back and forth and trying to find each other like i would mm, die and then she'd be that. like well yeah. i'm here they and then i kind of come back yeah and then died and then until finally i found her and she like the entire time like within 45 minutes she had grown i don't know how many potatoes she's like <laughs> here i have potatoes and then next thing you know, she's just dropping them, dropping them, dropping them, dropping them, dropping them. And I'm carrying like 12, 13 potatoes and I'm basically set. So how did, you know? how did you do it? Did you like, did you, did you just find, try to find her and you died through the game, like things happening to you? Or did you literally like, I'm too far from you. I'm just going to commit suicide. And your you watch your character get on the ground with his knife or whatever and just slice yeah, no, um, I would actually ask her like, hey, okay, is this, um, is the water to your left or to your right? Oh, oh no, okay. it's to my right. Like, okay. So then I start walking a particular direction and then, oh my God, I think I see you. And no, it wasn't. And over and over again until finally it was raining and I was like, it's raining over here too. And I think I knew exactly where she was talking about, where she was, but I don't know the th- the map that well yet. Okay. Until yeah. next thing I know, um, I see it, and it was uh, it was like one of those like, oh my god, there you are! Like after two hours, I finally found you. <sighs> yeah, <clears throat> but all right. So shall we uh, go over the agenda for tonight, James? Oh, yeah, for sure. We should probably yeah. get down to business because uh, yeah, we, uh, we could just vibe for, for a long time about random <laughs> stuff. Let's, yeah, let's, we actually let's give some value to our listeners. <laughs> All right, guys. So um, if you guys have still stuck around for, you know, into the 11th or 12th minute of this podcast. So today we're going to be going over a couple of things. First thing is Microsoft confirms access to Call of Duty games beyond any con- uh, current agreements that they already had with Sony. Microsoft wants to bring Activision Blizzard games to Nintendo consoles, which kind of touches a little bit uh, of what we talked about last time in episode three. 
And then uh, James is going to provide a bit of insight into Stream Elements sponsors. And then we're going to talk about MoviePass relaunching with ad service that tracks your eyeballs. Now, we know that it's about movies, but this can have some implications when it comes to some games. And so James is going to touch a little bit upon that. And then lastly, we are going to talk about Witch Queen expansion prep. The Destiny 2 upcoming expansion. It, this is huge. Um, there's a ton of stuff going on. I'm so excited. D2, the videos. And man, like oh, just, man. The, more we, the more they release of these things, yeah. the more questions we have. I, I got to say the hype is dripping. The hype is dripping. It, it, it's so it freaking It is juicy. just... It is palpable. I just it hope really they don't is. break my heart. Don't break my heart, Budgie. No, I'm pretty sure they won't. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Microsoft confirming access to Call of Duty games beyond any current agreements they already have with Sony. Right on. What do you think about that, James? Tell me. I I think it's I think it's awesome. When I first heard Microsoft did this acquisition, I had no doubts that this is what they were going to do. You know, they... They are not. They're. they're they, they say they're beyond the console wars, and mm-hmm. to provide a service that says, "Hey, you you pay this monthly fee, you get this service, and you can play your your Activision Blizzard games here with us." This is part of it. Yeah. Um, they don't really need to say, "Oh, you know, you don't have to." You know, this is exclusive. This is only where you can play it. They could have it on PlayStation and still probably draw people over to Game Pass because. Game Pass is not on PlayStation. It, it's still, yeah. in a sense, Game Pass is the console now. So it's still, mm-hmm. in a sense, a, a console war. It's just it provides way more value than just um, it being exclusive on a console. It's exclusive on a service. So now not only do you get Blizzard Activision stuff, you get you know all the Microsoft stuff. You get uh, their random games that they... Uh, put on for like a couple of months and then take off. You know, like Red Dead Redemption yeah. was on there for a little bit. Um, I hope they put it back. <laughs> so I think mm-hmm. I had no doubts this was awesome and I have no doubts they're going to keep doing this. Yeah. Uh, I My initial reaction was, well, obviously, you know, and right. I'm pretty sure some people were probably, they probably, they needed this reassurance. And just the way things are going with what Xbox is doing and Microsoft and like you mentioned, um, they are offering not so much the console, but the service and the fact that you can access. And I know we talked about this, I think, and it was in episode two, if I'm not mistaken, having access to this game or these games on your phone, on a tablet. Uh, it's just something that we never really thought could ever happen before, especially uh, for the, some one of the major um, platforms in regards mm-hmm. to Xbox, and just the fact that you can play some most of these games on your phone or on your tablet, and yeah. you don't you no longer need a five hundred dollar console, or mm-hmm. the fact that you can play some of these games on your current gen console of the you know the Xbox One S or yeah the Xbox One S the Xbox One X, and the fact that you can play them on there, and you don't have to worry about your computer having the spe- or your console having the specs necessary to run it, other than having good functioning internet. Yeah. Okay. Which I think this is going to, I think, put the spotlight on it and hopefully put some pressure on IPs on providing um, better internet infrastructure, you know, but I'm not surprised by it. 
<clears throat> so then let me ask you this, James. Okay. Um, do you think, th- um, or what, if anything, do you actually foresee at all actually being an exclusive from, um, what's it called? From Call of Duty. Like, do you from think Call they're going to do timed exclusives no. or maybe kind of like how they used to do with D2, like all these oh, guns, well, that, those guns? Now, I believe some of the games that go to Game Pass, those have a premium version, don't they? Like, they, they launch three days earlier. Um, and I'm, I'll go to Game Pass, I'm like, oh, it should be available, but it's not because it launched early for people who pre-ordered it. Is that is that a thing oh. for Xbox? I've noticed that like um, a couple of times. Like Forza, I think, launched three days early or maybe uh, Back for Blood launched like three days early or something. And I couldn't yes, play it on Game Pass. I believe, yeah, I believe that is something. I remember with Forza, like I was able to download it, yeah. but I couldn't play it that night because I didn't fall within or like I hadn't pre-ordered it. Yeah. Um, I could see... Yeah. I could see time exclusives, you know, early release happening. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I I would say I would say probably not. That's what I would would initially think because they don't want the bad PR. That's going to get horrible PR for Microsoft and Xbox. But yeah, didn't they already say like um, certain Bethesda uh, games are actually going to be exclusive? Like, didn't they start changing yes. their tone on that? So they've already yes, they're they not worried about the bad press. So I could see I could see them being uh, you know not caring about bad press and then doing the time release. That's about that's about mm-hmm. all I could see. Okay, and I think this kind of falls again, calling back to and I keep bringing up past episodes for anybody that's listening to this. If you guys haven't, you can listen to those too. But um, we mentioned in episode three how um, you know people are supposed to vote with their wallet. And I remember, I, I always see that on Reddit posts, you know, what with your, with your wallet, stop doing, don't do pre-orders, don't do pre-orders. And we just talked about how Witch Queen, you know, they sold over a million mm-hmm. pre-orders. That's insane. You know? And it really is, because when you start multiplying, because you look at the different packages, the deluxe edition and this and that, that's a ton of money. And so thinking about... um some of these games being exclusives um again it's well you know what i don't have an xbox but i do have my pc i do have game pass on my pc so i can play the game there however because for whatever reason my computer isn't working but i have i still have game pass so i can Mm -hmm. actually play um you know this bethesda exclusive game on my phone on my tablet so it almost feels like microsoft is just kind of like meh you know, we have the ecosystem we've created where you can access it anywhere. Um, 25, I think, million subscribers or whatever are on Game Pass. They can afford, you know, some people lose, not um, participating in this and saying, well, I'm not going to get that game because of this practice. Because at the end of the day, no matter what, people keep buying these things and there's no incentive. There's no reason for Microsoft or any of these companies to actually stop what they're doing. 
Now we, so, we talk about exclusives and stuff. What about our next topic? And I was just about to um, bring that up because okay. we had talked about how Nintendo is basically in its own solar system. Yeah. And the way they operate and the way they do things. How Even compared uh, to the internet and how they yes. deal with that. It's so, mm-hmm. so otherworldly. <laughs> it really is. And um, an article came out where um, Microsoft, you know, wants to bring Activision Blizzard games to Nintendo consoles. Now, um, Fortnite is already on the Switch. I think Apex is on the Switch. But imagine what Microsoft would be tapping into if they were to bring some of these Call of Duty games Mm -hmm. to Nintendo consoles. Yeah. Would Nintendo even be okay with this? What do you think? Uh, They do have... I don't know a lot of the games that they have on there uh, that reach into the more um, uh, M-rated category, if they even have any on. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do know they have some on there. And I think... I think they would be welcome to it, considering they're having a dip in sales and stuff like that. So yeah. I think they'd be welcome to it if if the game ran decently on on the system, because uh, Call of Duty. I mean, I remember I used to work at GameStop, and this kid would come up with GTA Five, and I'd be like, "Ah, sorry, kid. You know, you're too young for this game. You have to get a parent with you to buy it." Parent comes in, and you have to explain everything. Like, hey, this has drug use, sexual, whatever, blah, 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 violence. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't worry. He plays Call of Duty. Go ahead and get it for him. It's like, okay. <laughs> I don't I don't know if you were listening to me, but okay. And then they'd walk out with an M-rated game, and this seven-year-old is going to mm-hmm. have his mind blown. So I, I think Nintendo knows that happens as well. And, and Call of Duty is sort of like gray area, right? It's sort of like... Yeah. Everyone plays it. Kids play. It, everyone plays it. They're gonna put a. They're gonna follow the guidelines of the rating, and and you know, mm-hmm. but it'll it'll be it'll be good for them if they have access to it. At least Warzone, right? Yeah, yeah. Um. So to add to what you were saying, because you said you weren't you weren't you didn't know what games have the rated M from Activision and Blizzard. So yeah. Call of Duty, that's one, and then Diablo. Is that on the Switch? Uh, no, but we're talking about rated M games that you said might not uh, make it into. Right, right. Or that kind of, you know, you, I clash don't know with make that it. line. Right. Yeah. And then, let's see. What other... What What about Nintendo games? What What's the, what's the most adult or closest to adult rating... Nintendo Let's games see. are out there. Rated M Nintendo. Get on the old Google. Switch games. It's um, like gotta be like five of them, right? Or or if that. So apparently Wolfenstein. Okay. Okay. Uh Metro Redux. Those are games I always am curious as as trying. Okay. And Mortal Kombat? Huh. No way. That's hilarious. Apparently. All right. So, yeah, with those yeah. games, then I, I 
I okay, see Nintendo yeah. very welcome to it. <laughs> yeah, getting Call of Duty, getting that uh, usage. Yeah, never mind. I yeah. mean, I don't know. I think I'm now I need to reassess what we had said about Nintendo <laughs> being on a completely different solar system, right? Because you gotta think huh. about it this way. You gotta think about it this way. Okay, PlayStation and Nintendo are gonna hold on to their little console war or whatever, and they're gonna use the uh, exclusives as their main weapon. Hey, we, we're, mm-hmm. this game's not over there, but besides Destiny, besides like maybe a game like Halo, say it's a single player story game. How you're they're gonna hit the holiday season. Right, and you're gonna play for maybe a month or two months, depending on how quickly you beat that game. Then what happens? A dry spell happens, and now you're sort of like, "Well, I just played through this exclusive, and I, all I have is a Nintendo Switch because that's how yeah. I played this exclusive." You you just left your your audience with nothing else to play. So mm-hmm. in comes Call of Duty, in comes you know all these other games that have a continuous use. I see what you're saying. So I think they'd be welcome to that because, man, it's they only have so many exclusives. There's only, you know, there's only so many, you know, uh, Zelda and, and and Pokemon games they can release within a year. I know it gives yeah. you probably a good six months of gameplay, but at the same time, you're gonna want to do other games to take a break. Yeah, that that is very interesting. You brought up a good point with that because. <clears throat> I think even ourselves as streamers, sometimes like we play a game and then we realize like, dang, I've been streaming this game quite often. I should kind of switch it up a bit. And when it comes to some of these games, at least for, I think my situation, Mm -hmm. I kind of tend to just play one game for a while and then I kind of stop and I try to find something else but just the way my situation is, you know, I have other things to do outside of playing games. But I think in general, I do see what you're talking about in regards to people. Um, they finish, whether it's Pokemon or Zelda or Metroid. And then it's kind of like, all right, well, here's your Call of Duty. So you can continue playing and it's something different. And it really could be something that even for Nintendo in regards to the in-game currencies, when people are buy some of these things, they could tap into that as well. <clears throat> hmm. Yeah. You made an interesting point there, James. <laughs> Thank you. You really did. Yeah. All right. So in talking about big companies and making money, um, I believe this week, and um, I'll let James take over in a little bit. So James currently has um, a sponsor with uh, in his streams. And this is from HelloFresh. And I just want to say James keeps every now and then calls it HaloFresh for some reason. <laughs> and, and it keeps confusing them because every time he's like the first couple of times he said, I was like, HaloFresh. Oh, my God. What is that? HaloFresh. But anyways, HelloFresh. Um, it's a service where they send you like the, I believe it's the recipes and the food. And then you're just, you can just cook it really quick. Um, they are able to cater your food, whatever it is you're looking for um, based on, do you want to cook something quick? 
Or do you actually want to cook something for you and someone else? Do you want it to be, um, what's it called? Like a vegetarian, anything like that. And I asked, or I asked James, like, how did you come upon this? Because he's been sponsored before and I was, I'm, I was just curious. So James, tell us about Stream Element sponsors and how this works and what advice you have for anybody out there that wants to be a streamer <laughs> and how they could tap into this. Uh, first of all, uh, thank you, uh, Pedro, because now I have to put hashtag ad in the title for that uh, sponsorship shout out. Uh, there you I, go. I might as well drop my code. If you guys are curious about HelloFresh, uh, Hello um, just use my code POGSE1011. Literally POGSE. The number 1011 and uh, you get uh, 16 free meals three surprise gifts across six hello fresh boxes plus free shipping so there's that since Pedro already warmed it up I was not gonna do there that I go. swear to I swear to God I just wanted to help you guys get into this hey. stuff <laughs> just trying um, to do my part so what's helping me accept these sponsorships a lot easier is currently there are actual big youtubers with this same actual deal. So I'm not going to say their name because I, you know, I just did an ad read for myself, but uh, these sponsorships that you're getting from stream elements are the real deal. They're the same ones that some of the YouTubers are, some of the professionals are getting. Um, so if you're not familiar, stream elements is just like stream labs. They handle your alerts and other stream things. They're like a chat bot as well. A moderator for your stream. Um, you can use chat commands that you customize with their chat bot. Uh, the way you do is streamelements.com, log in with your Twitch. You'll have your dashboard with your stats on there. And uh, if you don't mind giving up just a little bit of your time, it's seriously a great way to fund your content. And, and you know, whether it's your hobby or you want to go into like maybe a career kind of side, I don't want to call it a job. That just sounds boring. And I know career is such a big, ambiguous word. That's how I think of it. It's it's glorified hobby for me, I guess. Slash maybe doing something career-wise. I don't know. But anyways, once you log into the dashboard, on the left-hand side, you're going to scroll down to uh, Revenue, the Revenue tab. Click on that, and within the Revenue tab, you should see uh, SE sponsorships and, and, and may be available for, for you. I don't know how long you have to be using Stream elements. I just remember once they had it available, like they announced it, it was there. And I started getting um, uh, stuff was, it may not populate right away, but stuff then was mm -hmm. populating. And then I would get an email saying, hey, you have this offer available. Uh, so what will happen with these sponsorships is they sort of curate it to your size and you'll have to give up some of your time to do this sponsorship. Most likely, it's going to start off as a game. So you have to give up your time to this game. You know, play this game for so much. It's going to probably be a mobile game. You know, we've all heard the Raid Shadow Legends stuff. I've done it myself. And mm -hmm. so so you're going to get stuff like that. Which, for me, I, I'm fine with that. Because one, it's a free game. And, and two, it only takes a little bit of your time. You're not paying anything. Your audience isn't paying anything. And yeah. if you just, if, if even for me, I have, you know, average people showed up to my stream last time was 3.5, you 
even at that size, I can still make some of the requirements in order to, to get a payout. So this, the sponsorship stuff is great. If you have a, a supportive community, um, family and friends that play games really, really come being clutched on this stuff. But yeah. I, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a predatory thing by the company, but they are getting more of the benefit. Because if you mm-hmm. don't meet some of your requirements, say so many people don't sign up, you just played that game for two hours kind of for free because you're not going to get paid. So that in it, in part is where I feel like uh, anybody would say, well, those companies are being predatory because they're, they're not offering you what you're worth. They're not paying you, you know, so much money just to play the game. And I get that, but I'm no shroud. I know shroud played certain games and got a million dollars for an hour. That's great. Yeah. You can bring in that audience. But I love the fact that this gives someone like me an opportunity to kind of grind my way, even though I feel like I'm selling Girl Scout cookies to everyone. Uh, grind my way. <laughs> hey, those are delicious. Right? Uh, I feel like it can grind my way to getting a little bit of change to support the stream. I've, you know, now that, you know, we're, uh, stuff's coming in. Uh, I'm paying mm-hmm. for the studio we're using right now, the tool we're using for the podcast. We're doing, um, I, I'm paying for an editor software. Um, and then I plan on making merch with it. So it's, it's actually, you know, help fund the creation process. It's really, really great. And, um, as you do more of these and, and, and are successful with them, stream elements will give you larger and larger deals like this HelloFresh. This one right here, um, I read through the terms of services, always read through the terms of services, terms and conditions. That's the first thing you got to agree to. Read through that because sometimes you may not be able to, you know, maybe, maybe they don't want you to have a rival company on your, on your stream. Say it's M&Ms and you're eating a Snickers and you just broke your terms of service, right? So make sure you read the terms and conditions because this HelloFresh one is pretty, it it, it was a really good thing. I read it because it's very professional. So, you know, as it's very Disney. Right. So I couldn't, I can't do certain things on stream. I can't drink certain things on stream. I can't say certain yeah. things on stream, which people look at that. I'm like, Oh wow. You're, you're selling out. You're bo- you're pulling a ninja. Yeah. I really hope I am pulling a ninja because that guy is a millionaire <laughs> and he mm-hmm. gets, and he doesn't even care now. He gets to do whatever he wants on stream because he's, he's made it. And, uh, yeah. he's, he's back to toxic ninja, <laughs> but, uh. um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> So read your terms of services because because eventually they will get bigger. They will get more professional. And people like Asdacross, Rick Kakis, even Jeff Goldblum are doing these ad reads. Sure, they probably have a bigger, bigger pie that they're getting. But it Stream Elements, I believe it's fair for what they're doing according to your size and the goals. That's what they say. They say these are catered to your concurrent viewership. You should be able to reach these goals. So that's, you know, that's why yeah. I like about it. Uh, do you have any questions? pretty cool. No, no, I was just going to say that I think it's pretty cool at the fact that you can, you're basically using like the same, um, what's it called? <clears throat> the sponsored deal that they have. Like you said, um, other YouTubers have it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they probably have a bigger audience than you. Right. But it's the fact that they are giving you that opportunity. Oh, yeah. Whether some people might say it's predatory, it's this or that. Because at the end of the day, 
okay, maybe let's say, for example, not enough people sign up. Mm -hmm. But you know what? At the end of the day, for you, you know, the main reason you stream is because you love it. Right. You know, right. and at the end of the day, okay, maybe you didn't meet the minimum requirement for you to get this amount or this or that. But hey, I've seen it sometimes in your streams. Uh, maybe they don't sign up for this or for that, but people subscribe or people yep. donate bits on your stream. So in some way, you get some of that um, return. And like you mentioned earlier, and I've done that before. And it's a really nice surprise because sometimes um, I forget to check in regards to my Twitch and how many subscribers I have and bits and this. And then all of a sudden, I'll get a notification like, hey, um, we're about to transfer $100 to your account. And I'm just like, oh, crap. There you go. And yeah. And for myself, it's either, oh, that's extra gas money or, hey, you know what? I can now get this program or I yep. can actually buy this. I can buy that to either uh, improve stream, my stream um, is not cheap. Yeah, my stream, stream setup. Is it cheap. is not. And I mean, I remember when I came up into streaming, um, it was a gradual buildup. Yep. And, you know, it's it. I've been fortunate enough to kind of be ahead of the curve in regards yeah. to when I got my gaming PC, my microphone and this and that, just because of everything that's going on right now with the supply chain crisis. But to have that little extra, you mm -hmm. know, it, it, it can really go a long way. And so people can say it's predatory or they're doing this or doing that, but you know what? Yeah. If it works for you, <laughs> then, then go for it. And, and my and so, streamer, my streamer talk, a part of this podcast is to provide uh, information and value to help other streamers and creators uh, grow their stream and stuff. And so mm -hmm. you don't have to accept every sponsorship. There is a game that I just didn't feel like vibe really well. And I didn't want to play that for two hours. And I, and I didn't, I didn't do it. I didn't, I just said, no, I'm good. I don't need to do it. And then I still continue to get more um, raid shadow. This is not an ad, but raid shadow legends and, uh, uh, mech arena are actually i actually enjoyed my time in those games and people new people came to the stream that's the cool part is new people i do remember come that. into your streams and you get to meet just different people that you normally won't meet and that was really fun that was really fun so and i research i research like is this app safe for people's phone and I don't see any drama on the internet so I'm like all right it's good also stream elements does the vetting themselves as well Mm -hmm. um, I also remember uh, one of my friends got partnered on Twitch a long time ago, and eventually he was like, how do you get sponsors? You know, he's trying to reach out. He's doing these emails. He's trying to provide like kind of a – forget what they call it. It's not a resume, but he's, you know, trying to sh make a, re a streamer resume basically. Um, yeah. You know, to send to, to, to companies. And it's a little bit – you don't know when you're supposed to do that kind of, right? What size mm -hmm. are you supposed to do this? And what's nice is it comes right to you through Stream Elements. Stream Elements says, "Here you go. You you reach the requirements. You don't have to send anything out. We will we will get in contact with the, with the companies for you." And and um, yeah. let me ask you this, James: Do you, are are you currently paying for any kind of membership with Stream Elements? Oh they, yeah, they, yeah. Okay. Very, and no, that no, was no, 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 no. Very. That was a very. I said yeah because that's a very very good question. Stream Elements is free. And this service is free. Wow. Yep. 
I don't even know if because I know that they have a they also have their own like donation thing like PayPal, but they have their mm-hmm. own. So when you get uh, say you set it up and you get a donate a tip, you get a tip on stream. It goes to their service and they take a lower percentage than PayPal. But I want to mm-hmm. say through these sponsorships, there's no like percentage loss. Whatever you yeah. say, you're going to get paid. Whatever goal you've met, that's what you're going to get. And gotcha. it's free. It's free to you. That's that's the really neat thing about stream elements. Stream elements should hashtag sponsor me. <laughs> it, I'm just I'm just selling them right now, man. They're free. They're it's a good service. It's a great service. Okay. And um, if you're uh, not familiar with one of the unique things they offer, you can go on there and set your stream up, set your overlay up, set your alerts up, and then take a browser source and put that on your OBS as a browser source. So take a link and put that as a browser source is the correct term to say. What that does is you don't have to have files on your computer. It doesn't load up that stuff on your on your computer like reading off a file. It just loads from the website. And so it's a nice way to sort of take some load off of your uh, your setup. That's another mm. feature of it. Interesting. You know, I think I'm actually check out Stream Elements because I use um, – <clears throat> the you know apparently you can, all you hated Streamlabs, <clears throat> but um and that's just because that's i remember when i first started streaming somebody mentioned you know what as a beginner you should probably check out Streamlabs just because yeah the way they have everything set up it's very easy mm-hmm. and so that's kind of where i've been you know and i've kind of thought about going into obs or stream elements but I think I'm going to check out Stream Elements, see what they have, try it out for myself. Maybe I won't do the whole sponsor thing, but I yeah. like what you're saying about this company. And so I'll, I think I'll give them, I'll, I'll check them out. Yeah. Um, so to further on the, 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 the talk here, um, just a quick rundown. They have uh, your overlays and alerts, right? You can build it on their website, take a browser source, put it in your OBS. They have their tip service, right? It takes a cut lower than PayPal would take a cut. When you withdraw, it's a lower cut than PayPal, lower percentage. They have nice. a chat bot, right? You can make custom commands. It can moderate your chat. And they have merch that they're uh, continuously adding features and options to. Um, so you can make your own merch there and mm-hmm. upload a picture or whatever. It has different you know, items. There's a merch store for you. And they are working on special YouTube video stuff, but that's a different that's a different company or have a different website for that. But what they're doing with that YouTube stuff is kind of like how uh, you follow me and I get an alert. They will actually upload your YouTube uh, description to say so and so just subscribe to the channel or whatever. It's it's incredible yeah. what they can do. It's in beta right now, but yeah. But yeah, that's the rundown of stream okay. elements. Maybe we can go in more detail some other time. Some other time. Well, since you know you were talking about um, sponsors and doing basically like free advertisements for uh, stream elements and mm-hmm. HelloFresh, um, let's talk about MoviePass. <clears throat> and what about MoviePass? So MoviePass is going to relaunch, and uh-huh. this time they're going to relaunch with an ad service. And this particular ad service, or what it's going to do, is going to track your eyeballs. And 
the whole goal of this is to ensure that you are actually watching the ad that is being, um, you know, streamed on your mm-hmm. screen. And, and in that way you are able to, that's like the, what's it called? The caveat or the catch yeah. in order for you to access movie pass and the movies that they are providing. Now you mentioned to me what, what implications this could yeah. possibly have. Now you just talked about, you know, playing mobile games. Yeah. You, you did a good uh, transition. Know, so there. we're getting better. Yeah. So tell me about that. <laughs> yeah, we are. Aren't we? <laughs> uh, so yeah, movie pass is a really, really awesome feature. I used movie pass when it first came out and I didn't even remember this, but apparently you could watch one movie a day. So you could, and it was $10 a month. It was $10 a month, one movie a day. What a movie ticket is at minimum seven dollars. So I don't know yeah. how they were making money. It eventually went to one movie a week. Then it went to certain movies were unavailable on the app, and then they shut down. So they had no business plan. Like ten dollars a month, that the, the price didn't change. Uh, so they, that's why they shut down. So what they're trying to do now is what you're saying. They want to play ads in order to fund this really cool feature of you know, getting, you know, into the movie theaters and they want to make sure you watch these ads. So they're going to turn your camera on. And I'm like, well, if the movie industry is really big, if this actually mm-hmm. puts um, butts in the seat and they have a, a stat that, that they can track and say, wow, movie pass is doing some amazing things and they start reporting it, you know, businesses start getting hold of it. We could see, we could see, you know, Raid Shadow Legends plays an ad and make sure you're looking at the screen using your camera. We could see, we could even see COD, Call of Duty Mobile doing this. Yeah, you know? and, I and, can definitely see them doing right? that. And say we're starting to play X, you know, Xbox Game Pass on our tablets. Xbox, I don't know, they could do it too. They could turn on the camera on your tablet and, and now you have to sit there and stare at the screen for something you don't care about. So, I... I don't like it. I want them back, but I don't want them back that bad. I hope. I hope this mm-hmm. doesn't. This technology or this kind of thing de- doesn't go well. Because I. I want to. I don't. I, I'm. I'm a listener. I don't want to look at a screen. I, I'll listen to an ad. Sure. Also. Yeah. What else are they gonna see? <laughs> I. You know, sometimes I'm not decent when I'm playing mobile games on my phone. I'm just chilling. You know. So. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden, you're paying more attention to the ad than the game itself. <clears throat> True. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. I, I, I really don't think that. I don't like it. You know. I don't like and, it. And and yeah, I don't. You know. I don't know. I, I kind of feel like I'm turning into a grumpy old man. But <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't like it. But yeah. we'll see what happens because you're talking about movies, about the entertainment industry, the movie industry, and you know how yeah. big it is. But. I believe the video game industry brings in even more money than yes, sir, the I movie industry, right. if I'm not mistaken. Right. So are they going to see it as untapped potential? You know, another way to make money? You know, um, could some of these new release games that are coming into Game Pass, is that going to be something that like, if you play it on... Um, on your tablet or on your phone, you are going to have to watch an ad 
in order for you to access this particular uh, game that it just came out. If you're on Xbox or PC, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. But will they do something like that? We won't I, I know. Think, I think with the tinfoil hats on, it, it sounds kind of scary and all that stuff. But I think in reality, I've already seen the tweets or the replies to this, and I, they're pretty negative. And plus, movie yeah. pass. People just don't want to go see the movie, you know, the theaters, anyways. I think you had mentioned while mm-hmm. we were talking about it. Sure, you save money, what, seven, ten, maybe twelve dollars on a ticket, depending. And yeah. what, now you guys pinch fifteen dollars on a snack? Well, you've already, you know, you already save money on it. Sometimes when I save money on, like, I get a deal, like today, I got pizza. And we got a free pizza because of whatever deal I had. Well, then I I bought more food, which made the bill even higher than I would have just having the pizza. So yeah. that's that's what happens to me. I overbuy because I'm like, well, I got a, such a deal over here. I'll just spend a little more over here. So mm-hmm. I, I don't think this will be successful. But uh, that help God help us if it is, I guess, is the saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God help us. Okay, well, I think we've talked about that for for <laughs> enough, and we'll kind of keep an eye on it. So now, the moment you, James, have been waiting for, Witch Queen expansion prep. Now, before yes. we go into the whole prep thing, did you watch today's trailer? Oh, my God. Yes, I did. And what did you think? Oof. That scene when you're going when they're doing a one versus one um, with the and uh, and oh, what are they called the Hive Guardians? But I forget they have a special name. Um, the Hive Guardians when they're when they're doing a one on one, the Hive Guardian does their little uh, blade barrage. Right, it looks very unique. It yeah. looks pretty cool. But then you go in <clears throat> with your blade barrage. That was so cool. And then like. I think the next one was tight, uh, a Titan, a Titan with his uh, the void shield, the shield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The 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 um the hive uh, guardian throws his shield, and like you see the Titan just slide on his knees under it. He's like doing the whole like limbo action under it. It misses, and he throws his shield. Ah, and then freaking uh the uh the warlock. What's the warlock one where he's doing the whole uh, uh with the arc? Ar- uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, that was so cool! Like they, it was just a really a beautifully made uh, cut scene. It was just it was amazing. I was like, yeah, they know I, how to yeah, do this. Yeah, I, I think because um, I, I I remember that that whole because it's just a couple of seconds of the entire thing. Yeah, but I loved it because it's like okay, maybe you have the same powers we do, but we just do it better. You know, right. like, okay, you know, you, you used your, <clears throat> your, what's it called? Your void shield. But to be honest, you know, this guardian has been using it for so long now that it doesn't matter yeah. what you do. I'm just, I'm just faster than you. I'm quicker than you. We've had I'm trials better at for this. crying out loud. You yes. Know what I mean? Oh my God. We've Don't, been practicing uh, against the light for a while now. <laughs> practicing against the light and against a bunch of sweats. You know, mm-hmm. so this this hive guardian coming in and trying to do his thing, it's like, nah. So I really, really like that. And did you also see the whole um I'm not sure if you saw it. We posted it on our Discord for Travelers Immortalum and 
it's the scene where they exercise the warm. Did you see that trailer or that um, YouTube video? Uh, are you talking about exercise? You mean like they pulled the warm out? The warm out? Yeah, like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. basically what they're trying to. Yeah, I saw. It was basically like a cut scene, right, from the actual mission. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw. Yeah. It. yeah, I saw it. Oh my god! It's you know, wild. it it really was, and at the same time, it's one of those things where you're just thinking, "Well, what were you expecting?" Like she, she's the, she's like the goddess of lies and deceit. Right, you know exactly. Like just as much as she's telling you the truth, she is lying to you as well. <laughs> so I just remember seeing uh, Marisov just kind of like, <gasps> and I'm like, really? Like, come on! Like, don't don't act surprised. Like, no, like I I didn't trust her. Nobody should have trusted her, you know. But I I just I love it. Like the it's just setting everything up so well. And seeing Savathun um, this time, because I think they showed her without her crown. And she's just kind of talking to you. And she ends the whole thing. They have her saying, like, don't act like I like I warned you. Right. You know, like I yeah. told you. And it's kind of like, yeah. So why is Marisov so like, <gasps> you know? Now, do you think there's going to be a Thanos situation where we're going to get some history about um, about the Hive, about, you know, Savathun and all that stuff, the Witch Queen. And we're going to sort of have empathy for her. Or is she going to – is she really the main boss? Or is, is there going to be – like she's going to present – like maybe the darkness is mm -hmm. – uh, she's going to show the big bad of the darkness. And that's why she's using light now. I, I'm curious if we're gonna get I get a bait and switch kind of thing. I mean, it really could be. I mean, it could be possible that maybe she saw for herself what the darkness, what it entails to go all in on the darkness, and she's like, "Oh hell no," you know. And who knows? Maybe all of a sudden we could end up helping her. I, we don't know. It, like the possibilities are endless at this point because. Like I said earlier, as much as they've told us, they there are still so many questions that we're trying to figure out. And having said that, there's still time for you, I think, right, for you to what? do a Witch Queen expansion prep. There's, there's one. If I'm week, not mistaken. Yeah. yeah, one week. There's one more week. So um, James, I believe, has a ton of information when it comes to prepping. Um, in anticipation for the Witch Queen expansion, which comes up, uh, it's going to come out next week on Tuesday, two, 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 February twenty second. Two, two. Mm -hmm. <laughs> two, 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 two. Okay, actually, I just realized <laughs> I did that one wrong. But anyways, yes. <laughs> I mean, it's it's yeah, um, it's coming up. I mean, the hype. People are just like, oh my god, I can't wait for this. James already told us, you know what, next week we're not recording because I just want to focus on this, which yes. I'm all for. <laughs> so James, tell us what can people do to prepare for the expansion? Well, if you're a gamer dad like me, you, you work eight, nine, 10 hour days, you come home, you, you want to spend time with your family, enjoy their company, and then get a little bit of gaming in. 
you want sort of a guide. You want to know what you need to do, right? You also want to know uh, little things that will help you advance faster. So going into Witch Queen, we're going to get a lot of new weapons. We're going to get a lot of new weapons and, and armor pieces and cool things. You're going to have new perks on them. I highly suggest in your vault clearing out about 100 to 200 uh, spaces for weapons and armor. That's the first thing. Next thing is, while you're going through this last week of uh, prep, you can do your weekly bounties. You can get weekly bounties from Sean Han, Varix. You can go to the moon, get them from Eris Morn, and the Lectern of Enchantment. Also, we have Iron Banner this week. Iron Banner bounties will drop uh will have will count as weekly bounties and weekly bounties will give you the most experience the most experience um also the star horse you want to get gold or silver tier bounties and that will uh, get you a lot of experience too what you can do is with these bounties save them until the expansion drops once you start up uh witch queen drop that stuff and when you pop those bounties what will happen is you will level up your artifact. You can get it up to level five, for example, uh, depending on how many bounties you have saved. So this gives you kind of a, a boost uh, even before the game, you know, expansions come out um, uh, on your artifact. That way you can start using some of the mods it provides and, and different things like that. Um, another thing is the power level breakdown is is very clear. They, they put it out in some of the TWABs. It's very clear this time. We're all, everyone, all of our stuff, everybody's going to start at 1350. At 1350, you, um, all loot will continuously level you up. You'll just level up. Boom, boom, boom. Whatever loot drops, you're going to level up. This happens up until the soft cap of 1500. Once you hit 1500 light level, only powerful drops from vendors, uh, activities, weekly strikes, seven bounty challenges from the gunsmith, Stuff like that is what's going to level you up. Obviously, you're still going to have your pinnacle things that you can do um, to level up. But yeah, powerful drops will level you up uh, to 1550. That's the power cap. To get to 1550 to 1560, to do that last 10 raids, trials, um, your pinnacle gear is the only way you can level up. And the, uh, the basically getting to the power cap and the pinnacle cap, that's a grind. That's going to take a long time. Oh, God. What's nice, what's nice, though, is if you beat the Witch Queen campaign on Legendary, this is the first time they're going to have this, there's going to be a normal mode and a, level, uh, a Legendary difficulty. You will get 1520 blue gear dropped at the end of that campaign, plus an exotic. So that's already... A head start towards the power cap, um, yeah. At, you know, past the soft cap. So, a lot of the buzz about this sounds like, oh, okay, that'll be a couple of hard days. I'm thinking legendary is going to kick my butt. <laughs> legendary yeah. is going to kick my butt mainly because it's going to be challenging the entire time. The legendary campaign will have what's called contest mode, so you'll always be ten power under all of the enemies. You'll it'll always kind of keep things level. Also, if you're worried about, you know, I'm a solo player, if you're worried about stuff like that, it scales with the number of players that you have. I'm, I'm not sure if it's a, an equal scaling, like 
you know, every time it goes up by 10 or something like that. But yeah. the more players you have, it will get more difficult, but it's, it's scalable. It's like, okay, three people should be able to handle this fine. Two people should be handled this level fine. And then we'll scale it back down to one if he's a solo. Mm-hmm. He or she's a solo. So don't worry about, oh, man, I don't have a fire team. Go ahead and try it. See if you can handle this. If you can't, another thing to save if you want to be kind of ready for this, this may help you. During this week, save your paraversal hall boxes. That's the stuff that you get from Star Horse. Save that stuff because it drops. Not only does it drop a lot of XP, but it drops a lot of gear, blue and per, uh, purple. So yeah, go that's ahead and, and keep those, pop those when you need them. But like I said, there is that contest mode. So I don't know if it's going to help you, but you never know. It, it's a possibility. So those are a few things you want to kind of work towards. I mean, there's also a way that you can get more um, was well, the modules that you need to upgrade your yeah. light level on your weapons. Get a bunch the of weapon those. Mods. The wep- yeah, you know the weapon modules and stuff like that. Make sure you uh, have enough of those so that you, when you do go up in light level, you can keep your weapons as strong as you are. So uh, you know, just all your resources. You want to maybe uh, make sure you stack up. Also, there is a website that I was using. Uh, let me pull it up here, so you know what. Is to, that the uh, website you use whenever you're playing? Um, I've seen you. I don't know because I kind of see that you like you're clicking on something while you're streaming, and all of a sudden I see like your weapons changing and whatnot. Is that the website you use, especially for trials? I think I've seen you. Um, that one there is oh light.gg. Yeah, I use that light. for my. Um, that's what I use to help me figure out the rolls on my weapons and like the score. Cause sometimes it helps me. I don't know. I'm not good on like knowing what's a good role, right? Right off the bat. But yeah, light.gg helps. It helps with that. It's called destiny recipes, destiny recipes. And that okay. you go to that, you put in your information that you need and it will actually have a checklist. Um, and that checklist will say, okay, get so many of, of these, uh, you know, legendary shards. And then it'll give you a score, you know, based on how you're doing. So that way you're totally prepared for it. So mm-hmm. yeah, it says get so many legendary shards, upgrade modules, ascended shards, enhancement prisms. You know, it wants you, it helps you not oversave and not forget about stuff. Because you're yeah. going to want these materials to continue your growth as you go through the campaign and stuff. Yeah, that's that's basically it. Uh, DestinyRecipes.com, you know, make sure you save your weekly bounties. The campaign on Legendary Mode is going to be scaled, so solo players can still do it without being overwhelmed. It is probably mm-hmm. going to be hard, uh, but once you complete That's it... That's what let, she said. <laughs> gear drops <laughs> at uh, 1520, <sighs> and yeah, I cannot wait. I'm super excited. Man. What do you think? I mean... I don't know if I am going to be able to play it when it comes out, but I actually I don't think any of us what will. I'm, I think what I am looking forward to though <laughs> is because I tend to kind of um, I get myself hyped up over other people's reactions, and I think I get a bigger enjoyment out of that for some reason. Um, that's one of the reasons why I sometimes watch people play certain video games, um, even though I want to play them, but I get a bigger set satisfaction out of seeing other people play it. 
So when it comes to this, um, I'm pretty sure you're going to be talking about it. I know Mm -hmm. Blaze is going to be talking about it. Manny's going to be talking about it. And I just cannot wait to see those things, you know, and I can't wait to play it, obviously, (laughs) because I have questions. And I really hope uh, that Bungie really gives us a good explanation that it's not mm-hmm. one of those kind of like your parents were like, cause I said, so it's like, no, like I, we need to know how this whole thing of Savathun wielding the light happened. Like what allowed it to happen? Because this is something this entire time through destiny one and almost at, at this point through destiny two, this was unheard of. So please like give us a good, good explanation as to how that happened. Now, everyone set your expectation expectations correctly. If I were to take time off to play this game at the beginning, I'd actually take uh, the next day off because yeah. I know right at launch, only so many people are going to get in. There could be bugs. Servers are going to crash. Waste. Yeah, I don't you know because I mean a million people have have just bought into this game, so mm-hmm. <laughs> I I don't want I don't. I don't want to have my time off ruined and I'm not going to be upset at Bungie for this. It happens. It always happens. And that's a good yeah. sign. So wait till the next day to take your time and uh, digest it accordingly. Get your water, get up from, you know, take breaks, get, go walk. But I'm excited. You know, I'm, I'm expecting to see people like, Oh, somebody finished the expansion in three hours, and it's like, mm-hmm. what? Like, what? Are you kidding me? You that just tells me you didn't even take the time. You just kind, of, you just breeze through the entire thing. Because I think there's a ton of stuff to explore when you're in Savathun's. What is it? Her throne world, right? And you're yeah. seeing this whole, like this thing that looks beautiful you're just like uh-huh. wow and then all of a sudden this these other parts are just look kind of like barren and just like run down That's and this is supposed to be a representation yeah, yeah like the change exactly and i'm just i mean i'm there's a ton of stuff to explore there i'm i'm certain mm-hmm. you know so uh, i'm expecting to see some people say like oh yeah i finished it in this amount of time <laughs> which is just gonna tell us yeah you definitely did not enjoy that the way you were supposed to <laughs> Yeah, and what's nice is like Bungie's doing a lot of things right. You're, you're going to have this scalable um, difficulty if you do legendary for the campaign. That's great. That's awesome. There's also contest mode for the raid. Also, the raid is on a Saturday, right? So most people can join in and, and play. So mm-hmm. you don't have to really rush through this. Just play at a good pace. You're going to be ready for whatever is to come. Yeah, no, just just take your time with it. There's no rush. And like I'm James so excited said, for weapon crafting. Oh my gosh, I'm mm-hmm. so excited for the the new void and the build crafting. Oh man, it's I'm excited for the lore. Like I don't know if I'm getting into this Sabbathic thing. I don't know. I'm kind of <laughs> I'm kind of like, is she really a bad? Is she that bad? <laughs> well, and yeah. you know what? This is part of the whole thing, you know, her being deceiving and lying. Like, where could we actually be? Like, literally, right now, as we're speaking, are we quite possibly falling into her trap? Mm, you know, true. like, is that really happening? 
That's true. We'll be. We'll stay tuned. <laughs> bum, we got bum, one bum. week. One week. And you got one week. And I, yeah, I guess like you're right. saying, we won't be recording that. No, we won't post a uh, podcast next week. Or at least we won't plan on it. Yeah. Don't, Unless don't there on. is time or anything, we might. But I think, uh, yeah, it's probably not going to happen. But we'll see. Because I believe Manny wanted to do like a mm-hmm. reaction podcast to that would be great. Uh, the expansion. I'd love to do that. So, yeah, I, I, I love to do that, too. Are you going to be and streaming I, so it? I mean, um, I think so. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think I will be streaming it. Um, Make sure everybody catch Pedro's stream. <laughs> no, don't, don't do that here. <laughs> okay, fine. My uh, streaming tag is Pedro Corleone 54. There's there a long go. story behind that name, but that has basically been my, like, that's been my Xbox gamer tag. Ever since the 360 came out, um, especially, I believe it was the first Gears of War. That's when like my brother got the 360. But anyways, Pedro Corleone 54, um, that is my Twitch tag. So you guys are more than welcome to look me up, follow me. Um, I currently, I experienced a little bit of technical difficulties last time I streamed. And we'll probably talk about that in the next um, episode in regards to software you can use to play your music, because that's basically what happened to mine. But anyways, um, yeah, if you guys are ever have the time, stop by. And with that, make sure you also check out uh, James's Twitch. James, what is your <laughs> uh, Twitch tag? Man, this guy, this guy, Pedro, he, he, I, I was just mentioning he's going to be live. He did a whole shout out. And I'm not going yeah. to do shout out. <laughs> um, no. So if you guys want to find us online, you know, you, you know, you know where to find Pedro already. I am AZN Slick Slayer all over the internet. That's AZN, the word Slick, then Slayer, S-L-A-Y-A. I have to like spell it out because I can't actually show it on screen. So I'll be streaming on Twitch. Uh, I'm going to be probably, I'll probably get on Tuesday. Um, depending if, you know, every, you know, work and life permits, then I'll probably do yeah. a long stream, uh, Friday, Saturday, if not the rest of that week. So but that's where you can find me all over the internet. Pretty excited mm-hmm. about it. Pretty excited about it. <laughs> yeah, man. I can't wait. All right. Well, um, I think we have reached the conclusion of tonight's episode. That was good. I had fun. Yeah. Yeah, I did too. I did miss me. Yeah, yeah, no, I, there was a part of me right now where I was about to be, because usually as I'm trying, as we're, you know, getting the hang of these things with the Mm -hmm. podcast, I would try to alternate, like, James, what do you think? And then the next question, Manny, what do you think? And I kind of have to catch myself a couple of times, you know, just, it's just a habit now. It's like when you lose a leg. You You know, it's like when you you lose a leg, people say that they can still feel their toes, you know, Mm -hmm. You know, Manny's our toes right now. We, we still feel like she's there. <laughs> she's yes, we do. That analogy. Yeah, but she did send me. her regards and she said she was with us spiritually. <clears throat> so, yeah. All right, guys. Well, this is a conclusion of episode four of the Gamers Podcast. Um, as we always uh, conclude our episodes with this message, make sure you guys uh, subscribe to us if you're listening to us on Spotify. Uh, subscribe to us if you're listening to us on Google Podcasts, 
uh, add us to your uh, follow us on Apple Podcasts. Okay, mm-hmm. and we do have an Instagram page, and mm-hmm. we are slowly working on that. We are slowly working on a Twitter account as well, sure. and we are just trying to get out there to you know reach as many people as we can. But to any of you that listen to us on your way to work, on your way from work, while you're cleaning, while you're studying, we appreciate it. It really means a lot Thank to you. us. And we can't wait to, you know, for you to listen to us for this episode four. And we can't wait to bring more content to you guys. Yes. So with that, good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>